Bluff City NIL is an official partner of Coaching for Literacy, a nonprofit organization using the power of sports to impact childhood literacy. You can read more about them at coachingforliteracy.org or follow them on social media at Coaching for Literacy. Your donation to Bluff City NIL is 100% tax deductible because of our partnership together. So thank you for supporting the Memphis Tiger student athletes and helping promote the monumental cause of childhood literacy. Welcome to Tigers Untapped, a Bluff City Media podcast. Stepping up to the microphone are your hosts, TJ Willis and Trey Lasley. Pull up your chair, grab your favorite brew, and enjoy the conversation. Now, let's get to the show. TJ, welcome to Mustache Madness. What's up, my man? Looking good on that side, my dude. TJ and I rocking the uh, stashes through March Madness until the Tigs basketball season is over. Plan on having this bad boy for a while. How long will they grow? Mine's got some flavor saver on it already. It's good for the beer foam. Uh, Speaking of beer foam, TJ, what are we drinking this evening? This is Ghost Rivers Zippin' Pippin' IPA. A little bright on my end. This is real good. I've never had this, to be honest. I have ridden the Zippin' Pippin', um, which is shocking because I'm afraid of heights. For those who don't that. know, so that's why I was. Yeah, I know you. I know. was curious if uh, if you'd actually done it because it is. It's not an intense roller coaster by any means, but it's old. It is. Crickety. And yeah, it is in the sense that I don't trust its structural integrity by any means. Yeah, that part's very um, intense. Where is the Zippin? Do you know where the Zippin Pippin is now? Um, I'm sure parts of it have been sold off, right? I know where it used to be. I know. I don't know. I don't know where its whereabouts are now. Did you know that you can move a roller coaster? Sure. I don't see why not. You just take anything apart most these days. In Green Bay, Wisconsin. And as of 2010, it is installed at Bay Beach Amusement Park, where it is again operational. But why? What is there? Bay Beach Amusement Park in Green Bay. I don't know. Never been there. But Liberty Land mm. shut down in 2005, so I'm trying to think of when that was. I rode that. It was probably around there, 2004, probably. Oh, it was way before that. Shout Maybe. out to the Zippin. I just meant last time, you know. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before we get started, let me fix mm. something real quick. I mean, technically, we're already started, but we're gonna do. How about that right there? Did you see that? Look at that crowd. I need to formally apologize because I said the stripe up was a dumb idea and I didn't think that it was going to work. But the university laid out t-shirts and it looked damn good in the FedEx form on Sunday afternoon. And shout out to the people in the upper levels because they matched up pretty well. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I definitely didn't think it was going to work. I I will say you and I agreed if they handed out shirts, there's a better chance it would work. Yeah, shirts if were you're out. Do something like it that, looked beautiful. You, you got to have shirts. And hey, 
those were good shirts. Maybe some of the best they've handed out with the script old school Memphis. Yeah. Shout out to the 73 team. Blue yeah. version, white version looked good. But I uh that stripe up. It looked good in there on Sunday. When did we have those jerseys? We wore those for a little bit. Uh we had them like with Spoon. The, yeah, the Will Barton team had them. Yeah. Well, that era. I think that we had them a couple of years, but uh mm-hmm. like Joe and Spoon and them wore them. Yeah. Yeah. The I knew they looked familiar. The I just can't remember what year. Yeah. Um all right, Tej, one and one on the week. Hey, you went down to Dallas. We talked about it last week. Absolutely cheeks of a basketball team right now. And you handled biz. Yeah. Came out of there with a 19-point win, even though Moody Coliseum was leaking from the rafters onto the floor. <laughs> they got all kinds of water problems down there when it rains. Take it back to the fall. The football field started ballooning up because yep. they had drainage problems. I don't know. They need to figure out their the structure of their facilities and how they handle rainfall. Cause it's football fields having problems. Moody's leaking onto the floor. You need to figure that out. Get somebody out there. Trey, you know, this firsthand that the SMU game, I said, uh, what's one thing that we could do to win the game. And I think the hidden rule, and we talked about this in the discord. If the tigers just shoot 50% from three, it's a W right. Prove me wrong. Have we ever shot 50% from a three and lost? Uh, I would have to go and look that up. But I'm going to say probably, unless it was one of two from three, I'm probably not. But yeah, you shoot 53% while making nine from behind the arc. Pretty good chance you're probably going to come out of that with a dub. Uh, But yeah, I mean, overall... Solid game all around. You had four double-figure scores. DeAndre with 13, Elijah with 10, KD with 23, DeMario mm. with 15. Um, Big buckets. Yeah, 53% from three, 52% from the field. Uh, overall, just a, a good game. I mean, that SMU made a couple runs. They'd cut it like six, seven-ish. Here yeah. and then you pulled away at the end, you won by 20, you did what you needed to do. The line was only like six and a half, which was downright disrespectful. So I bet it hard and it paid off. I think that's one bit. with with a big one. That's what you needed. Metrics wise, you needed it. Yeah, that, that's definitely a game that you and I agreed that Tigers should probably win handily 15, 20 points. Obviously. They still took care of business, but we knew that that number was going to creep down towards the end. Tigers weren't going to do much and kind of seep away probably some of that lead that they they didn't really need to give away. Yeah. I mean, you, you were a little bit sloppy. You had 18 turnovers, yeah. uh, but you did force SMU into 19 turnovers. Uh, Rebound-wise, you out-rebounded them. You had 21 assists. So, you know, like you said, good night Thursday. Um we watched it from a bachelor party outside of Nashville. Good little time we had there. Uh, but again, got the dub you needed. And then you moved into Sunday, Tej. And uh, let me tell you, what an atmosphere. Mm. Electricity in the building. Sunday morning at 11 a.m. It was a beautiful scene. That is what Memphis Tiger basketball is and should be. And it's been a while 
since it's felt like that up in there. I mean, it, there were time it got, I don't know that it's been louder in that arena as it was at times on, on Sunday. Specifically, yeah, I was the not first, the first KD three he made to take the lead. Very loud. And then the logo three to tie it up. 63 all was, I mean, the place was rocking. Yeah, I started uh, watching the game from Brookhaven and then made it home for the second part. But uh, that KD transition three, I know which one you're talking about, where mm. he sapped that. I was like, I through the TV, I've literally never heard Grizzlies games that loud. Like Grizzly playoff games have not been that loud. I was like, this is wild. Oh, I mean, I've I've wild. yeah, I've been to Grizz playoff games. I mean, the Tennessee Memphis game probably was close to it, but it just, I mean, that was 15 years ago. So I just could be misremembering, but Sunday, what an atmosphere. It, mm. It's a shame. I felt like the whole time I just knew we were going to win. Going into it, I felt incredible. I felt like it was a W. And it just wasn't that. I'm just so tired of losing to them like that. The half-court shot, the overtime games, like, oh, I wanted it bad. He freaking pushed yeah. off. He did push off, but you don't call that as a ref. No ref calls that. I mean, what? I mean, yeah, you got to. If you want to be mad, they're not going to call it. But it's just unfortunate because I think at any other point in the game, it is called. It just happened to be that that's the last play of the game. So they're not calling it, which is also like, I don't know. I will say if you want to get mad at any one particular call, it should have been on the inbounds, the, the tech, no tech. That they went back and reviewed and still I somehow don't know how didn't that's not a tech. I mean, I don't, I don't know how it's not. I mean, I never heard an explanation. I think they tried to say it's because the ball had left Alo's hands, but it, go look at the still shot. He's freaking standing out of bounds up against Alo, and the ball is right here, and he's smacking. I mean, it's a technical foul. That's two shots and the ball. Granted, that's right before Katie hits the game time <laughs> three, right? So yeah. like. Who knows what happens? Maybe we make both free throws. You're still down one, and you don't score, right? So who knows how that goes? But yeah, I don't. I don't know how that wasn't two shots in the ball right there. Yeah, either way it goes. That was not, you know, the the deciding factor of the game. You know, uh, I think for the most part we could probably chalk it up. I think that ten point swing, the ten o run that uh, Houston went on was not necessarily the dagger, but you felt it. And it it definitely got real tight there for a second because you just see that lead slipping away. And it yeah, just, I, I mean, in the pit of my soul, I knew that is definitely the point in time where I started to feel like, dang, we're not going to pull this out. And then we came back and tied it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you'd gone up five. You'd gotten you were up five and gotten three consecutive stops in a row, which is what they call a kill, and mm. you couldn't score. I mean, you that's an opportunity you could have extended. You score on all three of those, and you're looking at like 10, 11 point lead, right? And you just couldn't you couldn't do anything. Some of it, I mean, you got a little bit stagnant offensively. You were taking shots at the end of the, the shot clock, like um and again, that's I'm not gonna say that lost the game either, but yeah, that that kill shot of a run by Houston definitely uh changed the feel for a little bit. I do have a question for you. 
what happened to DeAndre? I, mean, I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> he's been so good for us all year. He has. And I don't want to say that he disappeared, but like that just won a no. He's averaging 17 at home and you only get eight out of him. He played 30 minutes. You want to point to fouls. He was in foul trouble a little bit. He had four fouls. Obviously, he got three in the first half. So he had to mm-hmm. sit the last couple of minutes, gets sure. his fourth. What was it like 14 ish minutes, maybe? I I don't know what I mean. Some of it we talked about a little bit before we started. You were getting, and I I'm gonna be honest, I'm a little bit surprised you didn't show up tonight wearing your Malco jersey. Cause shout out to Malco for the 30 minutes Thought he about gave it. us yesterday. Uh nine and seven and a steal, two blocks, an assist, one and one from the free throw line, four or seven from the field. I mean, big minutes he gave. Yesterday. Dude, standing firm down in the paint like Stonehenge, like he so was firm. He was great. I mean, I, I think that's what you expect his from foot, Malcolm, his right? footwork in the paint a little bit. He's got that Dude, spin don't get down with the. He's throwing up reverses and stuff. He so in, in football terms, like everyone wants to be a running back, or everyone wants to be a skill position. Like no one wants to be a, a lineman, essentially, right? It's just like in basketball, everyone wants to be a guard. I think Malco wants to be a guard. I think at Seoul, he's a big guard. And point center, in, you heard it down here. Down in his heart, he's a he's a guard at heart. <laughs> we've seen I don't him think Malcolm has ever been a guard. Before. We have, and we've we've seen lifetime. some fancy moves lately. Oh, if yeah. we can reverse layup, Malco's ready to go dancing to the big dance. I'll tell you that much. So are we. So are we. Um, My wife's going to be so pissed when I get in bed with this. Are you kidding me? Yeah. In bed with it. She won't yeah, be she's already in bed. Okay. She's already asleep. I didn't know where you were Probably. going with that. This is a G-rated show, a TJ. Family show, Trey. Family show. Uh, all right, TJ. Looking, I mean, we talked about it. You didn't really lose anything statistically. I mean, they shot a hmm. better than you from the floor. What, I mean, what do you... What sticks full out? throttle here. Whoa. Oh, brother. I don't wear our full throttle right here, man. You don't I'm ever. Talking like this from here on out. You don't ever let that hair down like that. Hey, bud. Hear it out. <laughs> hey, bud. Um, yeah, go ahead. I know I interrupted you. We didn't lose this, anything. This, I don't understand. I, I literally. I mean, you gave up. You gave up 10 threes. That hurts, right? They had seven in the first sure. half. I think getting down early in that first half and being down what nine at half makes a big mm-hmm. difference, right? Because you got to battle back from that. But like, sure. And 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 Coach Hardaway said this in the post game that that game came down to his his game plan in the first half, which they made a total adjustment yeah. on. But like the trapping of Sasser and Sheet in the first half and just left wide, and it wasn't like they were making contested crazy threes and just hot for i mean they were wide open threes yeah so you go over in the first half and they make seven and that's a difference right there at least for the first half obviously you battle back i mean you won the rebounding battle you shot 91 percent from free throw shooting 23 free throws you ended up making six threes so you made six in the second half i mean you didn't turn it over a ton 12 turnovers you forced them into 14 it really just yeah i mean i it does 
it comes down to that. You make the run, you get up five, you get three stops and you just couldn't get, you get like even another basket there and extend it to like a seven point lead. And I feel like you find a way to win that one. I mean, you still almost yeah. found a way. You just, you get away with, they get away with a push off and drain a shot at the horn. It's just like we ran out of time. <laughs> that game goes to overtime or even like two more possessions. And I feel like we find a way to win. Yeah. I, I, anytime the Tigers only have 12 turnovers, I don't even, I don't need to see any other stat line. I think that's going to be a, that's going to be a win. And I know it's, it's a different team and, Maybe we shouldn't focus on the turnover margin any longer with Kendrick because we actually have like a real point guard, but that's kind of been the Achilles heel. You want to add in free throws? Sure. We went 21 of 23 from free throws. All you're doing is adding to the case that if Memphis can play like they did against Houston, they don't lose another game until deep, deep into the tournament, right? Yeah. And, And I mean, in the grand scheme, like yesterday didn't hurt a ton. Obviously, you really wanted it, but I don't think resume wise or what this team wants to do that that changes anything i mean they talked about it too like kendrick mentioned it they want to see them again a week from yesterday in the conference finals right and i i think if we see them again i don't think they're beating us for a third time i think we know exactly what we got to do to beat to beat them i think it'll be like last year we swept them in the regular season and then they beat us in the conference i think it's just a, a flip of that which would be lovely. I would love to cut down the nets next Sunday. And Take the words out of my mouth. Um. So, yeah, I mean, heartbreaker, tired of losing like that. I mean, how many freaking games have we lost in dumb situations like that? It feels like we're never – I know we got the Temple win on a buzzer beater, but I feel like we're always on the wrong side of those. It does honestly feel that way. I think if we go back, it's probably not that many at all, but it just feels like the ones that matter always end up something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? You lost to by two points to the number one team in the nation. You went toe-to-toe with Alabama. I, I, what are we yeah, talking about? Yeah, I mean, you look at it, and it's like when healthy, and granted, we're still not – I mean, mind you, Keontae's out. So you did play without a pretty impactful meaning, like a guy that gets minutes sure. and has been, I mean, at least before he got injured, was leading through conference play, leading the, the league in three-point shooting percentage. Mm-hmm. So that's twice, because I'm not going to count, even though you played really well in the first Houston game, you're without your best player, right? So like – yeah. In this game with Houston, you lose by two. You lose at Bama by three. That's the top one and two seeds right now in the country by a combined five points. Yeah, I don't. Normally, I would say that losses can't really help you, but the first loss to Houston, you played very close without your number one player. The second loss to Houston, they had to pull up a buzzer beater just to beat you. Alabama, you played out of your mind. Uh I think DeAndre was out for a little bit in that one. You didn't have someone else. There's someone else Malcolm we were missing got for hurt. that one. Malcolm got Malcolm hurt, got, yeah. But look, in both of them, yesterday and Alabama, I mean, we probably – so Alabama, I, remember, I mean, it was double-digit bunnies we missed. You make those and you win going away. 
I mean, shot quality put it out and said, based on the shots we took, we win like 77% of the time. Yeah. But yesterday, there were at least five, four or five shots at the, oh. I mean, bunnies at the rim that we just couldn't put away. I mean, you make a couple of those and this probably goes the other way. It's so sickening, it's just, but it's I'm just little things like that. Him. Yeah, I mean, you you come away, you wanted to win, but like, I'm not discouraged at all. Like you just said, you've taken the two top seeds in the country down to the wire both times. So it's like you can play with anybody in the nation. Any 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 given day, you can beat anybody. You can play with them. Um. All right. So Thursday. Conference tourney. Uh, looking at the bracket, so we locked up the two seed TJ, both men's mm -hmm. and women's. So shout out to Katrina Merriweather. What a turnaround that is! They're the two seed as well. Memphis just hoops got the two seeds locked up. We are locked up in Hoop City as the two. Um, we will be playing the winner of SMU Central Florida Friday at approximately six p.m. I got one of those tickles going on in the third again. Uh, who do you think it's going to be, SMU or UCF? Uh, UCF. What's, I, the, what's our road to the, the AAC tournament championship look like? A winner of UCF, SMU, who I think will probably be UCF. They have the better player. Yeah, they have the better player, right? Who, UCF? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hendricks. Hendricks is better than anybody on SMU. Yeah, I was just making sure I wasn't going crazy. No. Um, Do you have any worry about playing Central Florida on Thursday? Given the I mean, two we've lost to him before. You lost to him in overtime, and then it took a DeMaria steal and lay up at the horn, basically, to pull it off at home. Without Kendrick for half sure. the game. Sure. Yep. Yeah, um, I... I will say more of a concern that you were so out-rebounded the first time around, but Malcolm is back, so you you have the ability to play. You have the ability to play DeAndre at the four and not the five because he's not a true five, um, and I think that may play to his strengths a little bit there because you're asking him to be himself and not do things that he's not used to doing. Um, I We should be able to pull that one out, right, yeah, barring anything catastrophic. This is, I, I don't have any worry about it at all. The home game here, you already said it. You lost, you were about to blow them out of the water yeah. at home. Okay. KD goes down. Alo's not playing. Malcolm's not playing. You don't have a point guard for mm -hmm. 25 minutes of that game, and you still pulled it out. I mean, for a lot of it, you still led by double digits. So I, I mean, I think that's a game. First game of the tournament. I mean, I'm saying less like a ten point win, pretty comfortably. I feel like no worries about Central Florida. I feel like we still owe them. So your next game would be uh, the winner of Wichita State and Tulsa versus Tulane in the membrane. 
which to me I think has got to be Wichita, right? Yeah, I mean Tulsa's just awful. Cheeks, awful, awful. Wichita is not. I mean, that maybe bad. They, maybe they throw some kind of miracle run together, but I think you gotta you gotta assume it's gonna be Wichita State. Yeah, I would love another run at Tulsa, or excuse me, at Tulane, because I hate that we've lost to them. Hate the it. fact. Yes, the fact that we've lost to them is nauseating. Like I'm about to throw up a little bit of this beer just thinking about the fact that we lost both games to them. Um, because realistically, How? if you don't lose those games and you don't lose that one Central Florida game, like which you shouldn't have, you were up eleven with three minutes left. Yeah, what are you gonna do? I mean, you're probably looking like a six seed or something right now. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. But right now you're stuck on that 8-9, I think. And I don't know how much it's going to change. Uh, honestly, either either Wichita or Tulane could win that game. We could It could be either one of them. I mean, Wichita just won down in New Orleans like two weeks ago. So it, it would, not shock, you know, would not shock me to be playing Wichita State on Friday. I'm into beautiful storytelling, poetry, if you will. I want Tulane. You want all the revenge. Yeah, I want Tulane. I want Houston. And I want to be the team that buries them both. Absolutely buries them. It's just, it makes sense. What are we talking about? I mean, even a little bit of Central Florida feels like it's like we still owe them one. Bury them. It's a Taylor Hendricks. Re- he's, it's a he's revenge focusing. tour in Dickey's Arena for the University of Memphis Tigers. 100%. We're doing hey, hey, focus on the draft. I meant to mention this before. Out of here. Shout out to us. Because if you guys go back, you listen to episode one, Tigers Untap. We did a, a uh, regular season prediction. <laughs> Tej and I were pretty spot on. Tej, what'd you say? 24 and seven regular season? 24 and seven, yeah. Your boy said 23 and eight, which is where we sit right now. I think we both said we'd finish second in the regular season, which has happened. But I want to say our seeding for the NCAA was a little off. I want to say we set around like a seven seed, which maybe could be possible. I don't know what the committee's Who's thinking. to say? If you go by the metrics, you look at the net and stuff, we're probably sitting about an eight, nine. Yeah. But we've got a good out-of-conference record. I think we're like 23rd or so for strength of schedule out-of-conference, and you went 11-3, and 10-3. That AM win's looking better. Auburn's a decent win. Vandy win is looking better on the road. Um, so who knows? You may get up there. And more importantly, we're, we beat the teams we were supposed to. I think people overestimate quad three and quad four wins because like they're easy wins. People lose those all the time. Yeah. You know, we only lost one quad three. Yeah, only one quad three game, right? Yeah. Don't yeah. remind me about a freaking two lane in the membrane. Uh, all right, we get by Wichita State Friday or Saturday or Tulane, whatever one you want it to be. And then it's the rematch. It's Friday, right? No, you're Our right. Our first Saturday. game is Friday. will be Central Florida. Saturday yeah. will be Wichita State Tulane. Sunday, complete the revenge tour in Dickey's Arena. Cut the nets down. Meet the boys at Wilson Air. We're bringing home mm. a trophy. 
which, hey, I predicted this in episode one as well. I said we would finish second regular season, but we would win the tournament, and I still think it happens. Definitely possible, yeah. But let me it's ask you a question. It's going to be a beautiful, right? beautiful weekend of basketball for Memphis. Ask me. I, it. I know there's yes. some debate. Yes. So you think we're an eight or a nine now, correct? I, I feel like, yes, that's where you're at, unfortunately. Do you... Do you believe, and there's general thought around this. Someone actually, I think you may have mentioned it, that seating is set before the conference tournament play. I think they have a very good idea, and I don't know that conference tournament play will impact it very much, which to me is unfortunate. I think probably for certain – Going into Sunday, they have a night. It's like a, they win, they're here, they lose, they're here. Like they've got, they know what we're gonna be. I don't, and maybe it doesn't matter. I don't know. It's hard to say. All right. Well, let me just let me run my question by. Do you think their strategy in losing that losing early on in the conference tournament to get a lesser seed? So you get no, a, a more favorable no, matchup. No. And rest everybody? No, just win the tournament. They've already said it. Katie said it yesterday. This team feels like they still got room to improve and grow, and I think you do that the best playing together. Just win the damn tournament. Regardless of what, even if that means being an 8-9. Hey, we talked about it five minutes, ten minutes ago. You've already taken the top two seeds to the wire in two games. Like, Even if you end up in eight, you got to play a one, be the eight that beats the one. You're going to have to probably beat a one eventually. Might as well do it the first weekend and get it out of the way. I'll ask you Could this, you imagine, because they're not going to do – we're not going to be in Houston or Alabama's bracket if we're an eight or nine. You know they that for a fact? They don't – they avoid conference and regular season matchups in the first weekend. Hmm. Which means you're probably going to be what Kansas, UCLA, Kansas, which would probably yes, you're probably going to be Kansas in like Des Moines or something. No, it's Kansas City, I think. That's the Elite Eight and funnel, or the Elite Eight, Sweet oh, okay. Sixteen, Elite Eight. First round would be like Des Moines. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So who who of those three, let's say it's Kansas, UCLA, or Purdue, would you rather see? UCLA has the same roster today that they did in like 2015. Five like everyone years ago. is still there. Yeah. I don't understand how they're all. Tyga Campbell is still playing basketball, and I don't understand. So is the other guy. I want. I don't want UCLA. I can tell you that. Um, we've talked about Purdue. I don't think that's a great matchup. So I guess their Kansas, guards have right? not been great lately. They haven't been making. I don't shots. care. Like they have he, the, the largest human being in the world. Beat us by himself. Okay. Famous last words. Probably. Famous last words, dude. Probably. Go freaking watch him. I want nothing to do with the guy. He's so Big impressive. Ten's overrated. That's well, they all eat each other. They, they all cannibal like cannibalize each other. They all literally. Yeah, and then they don't make each it. They up. send nine teams to the tournament and only eight get out or only one gets out of the first round. That was last year. I, I don't think outside of last year that's ever happened. All right. Uh, speaking of, let me ask you this then. 
what do you think the highest, lowest possible seed is that we say we win the tournament next week? What do we end up? Mm. The best possible seed. You think we can get to like a seven? I think a seven. Yeah. I, had you beaten Houston at home and then won, and the, then tournament, won the tournament, I think you easy different seven, conversation. You could have been a six. Yeah. I think even five, honestly. I think you definitely could have moved up to potentially a five, knowing you played Alabama close, uh, maybe not full at full strength. You played Houston yeah. close the first time around, not at full strength, and then you just beat them at home, hypothetically, and then you beat them again. Like, what are we talking about? Like, I, I think they had a strong case for a five. Um, I think you in the tournament, you're probably a seven. Which is better than an eight or oh. nine. I hate the eight nine. It's the literal worst. I mean, you just want to be dancing anyway. Just get in there and give me a shot. Anything can happen. But yeah, if you could get if you win this tournament, you get a seven, sign me up for it all day long. All I day will long. say this, just for what it's worth, like I'm not sure there's another eight nine out there that will have the resume Memphis does. Right. Like I, I think that you know, it's the same thing that we've been saying over and over and over again. Like you played Alabama, played them close. You played Houston close. You played Houston close. You're going to play them again in the tournament. Like you're very battle tested. A&M, Auburn. And can we talk um, about, you don't have, like, you don't have a no single, one has that kind of schedule. We don't have a single double digit loss either. That, that's got to be, I mean, I haven't looked at every team's loss in the country, but like, I don't know go out on a limb and say like nine out of 10 teams have a, at least, like at least a 10 point loss on the resume. Probably true. Yeah. And given you've played a one seed three times, uh, you played several of the top three of the top six sec team, like not to have, not to have even one night where you just didn't have it and just, Mm-hmm. Came out and lost by 10 is pretty impressive. Like, this team battles their asses off every single night, whether they're making shots or not. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else is slated at 8-9. I know Auburn is, is one I've seen, but, like... So, yeah, done uh, right head, now, like... Lenardi's got us in the 8-9 matchup playing Missouri in Des Moines with Kansas as the one. So, that's Missouri as a 8 uh, he's got Florida Atlantic and Auburn as the eight and nine in the West. He's got Illinois and West Virginia as the eight and nine in the South. And then he's got Maryland, Arkansas as the eight, nine in the East. Illinois is pretty good. They've got a lot of transfer guys. Um, Arkansas 10th in the SEC. That's crazy that they're a nine. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, Palm, while we're talking about this, today has us as a 10 seed. Give me I that. that I, I don't know that I agree with. I mean, yeah. I Give it to it. me. 10 seed point in Iowa, Iowa State. Both these boys got us in Des Moines with Marquette as the two. I don't hate that. I mean, I, I don't like being in Des Moines. Yeah. But I don't hate that draw if that was it. 
No, I don't. I mean, you said it was Marquette was the two? Yeah. No, I'm okay with that. Um, I don't know who who's the one on that one. Purdue? Uh, he had us in the East, which was Kansas as the one. Okay, that's still the more favorable one for me, so... Let me go ahead and sign up for that bracket. Yeah. So your sweet 16, if you got by Marquette, would be probably TCU or Arizona. Freaking Damian Ball Revenge Tour. Damian Ball Revenge Tour. Freaking Seth Henderson Jr. Why is he not in Memphis? What happened there? I think it was a too many body thing. Had too many bodies, and I look. Don't look at me. I don't make the rules. Man. I didn't. I literally didn't look at you. I looked up at the ceiling. But I. I mean, just curious. Just didn't know why I went here. Dude is shooting thirty six percent from three. No. What is he shooting? 40% from three. That would have been cool. 31 been minutes real a nice. Apparently only Arizona can offer those minutes. Arizona? Yeah. Hmm. That would have been real cool, Bob. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so anyway, who knows? I don't, I don't know. Feels like we're on the 8-9. I don't know what the committee's seeing. Kim Palm, you're at thirty third. You're rising. You win the you win the tournament this week. You're probably looking top twenty five ish. Kim Palm, maybe higher, which definitely I think could put you in the seven, maybe maybe last six seed conversation, mid six seed conversation. So not a bad spot to be. I mean, at this point, all that matters is you're safely in the tournament. You've done up to this point definitely. what you needed to do. I think even if you came out. Friday, and you lost to Central Florida. You're still in. I don't know how you feel about that, but I think you, I think you're in today, no matter what happens this week. Definitely, definitely in. You can lose to UCF and you're in. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, you may fall to like an 11 seed, but hey, we okay. talked about it, that wouldn't be terrible. Count me you're in. Better, you're better. You're better than an 11 seed. And if you are the sixth that would be matched up against us, I'd be real worried. Like, I'm going to have people tweeting me for this, but I think there could be some strategy there. Tweet us. Yeah, I don't, I do not condone trying to lose any game for seeding purposes. Just win it. I would, I would love an American Conference basketball title. Tournament title. If only it dropped like that. I don't think you know, we could lose, and I don't think you're moving much. I think the rest of your resume is what it is. That you're just kind of set in stone, unless you beat Houston, because that's such a needle mover. Yeah, but then it's also like, do they look at it as, oh, well, it's the third game in three days? It doesn't really, you know, you got that whole thing. What do you mean by that? It's the third game that we've played in a row. I know. I'm just saying, how much weight do they really put in you beating Houston on the third day in a tournament? Like, yeah, you beat them, but 
I just don't know how I'm just saying I don't know how much weight the committee puts into that win. Like we said, I, I think it's pretty locked in. You're in. I don't know how much movement there's going to be seating wise for us now. Yeah. I think it is what it is, unfortunately. All right. So what did what have you said? We go three and oh this week and win the tourney. You agree with me? You don't agree with me. Gosh. I got Bobby Bad News coming, dude. TJ thinks we lose on Friday. On Friday? The yeah. Temple game? Or no. Uh, the Central Florida game. What you just said. Central you Florida want game. strategically yes. to lose, but you would just think we're going to lose anyway. I was trying to say Tulane. No, I think you lose Saturday. The Tulane for the third time? Yeah. I'm about to. I'm ending this. No, right but. Now. I'm not going to listen to that. We're leaving. I think Thank they you get in their guys head. for tuning they're, in this week. They're so worried about the Houston game. Everyone wants this rematch against Houston that you just mm, you think it's a little you think it's a little, a little overlook overlook one hundred percent. Oh, it no, shouldn't be. They know that that's they a team Tulane. that beat your ass they're already not, twice. I don't think they're over beat their asses. Did we win? They're not overlooking them. Did we win? Did we win? Did we, we didn't. Win? But that doesn't mean you got your okay, ass then. beat. You got your ass beat. Uh, family show, family show. I will say this though: got your butt beat. The importance of getting that uh, two seed is that you get to play the earlier game Friday. And Tulane hasn't. I mean, yeah, we hadn't even talked about this. You got Malco back for Tulane. I think that's been the difference maker. I think you you have Malco Mm. for the whole year healthy. You win the Central Florida and both Tulane games. That's probably true, but you also don't get the DeAndre impact at the same time because I think he takes some of those minutes away from DeAndre. A little lesser DeAndre, not much, but just a little bit. A little, a little bit less DeAndre. Definitely not as much less as we had yesterday, but can we? I can see it. Can we talk about? Can we do like a, a little good luck chant for? Uh, Kennedy tomorrow. Oh, getting uh, getting a little. Check I mean, by the time the I mean, I'd by love the time to have the back for March. By the time the peeps are listening, I mean, look, good luck, well wishes all around. I would be shocked if he is playing basketball in the postseason. Yeah, we're with a broken talking about shooting pins in my man's hand. Yeah, you taking pins? Pins? You got to take those pins out and then shoot a basketball. I don't know. I'm it's no not doctor, like so I freaking don't mighty know. ducks. It's not but, like he can just turn his wrist and he calls it a day. We're talking about sure pins that, holding the stick. Yeah, Charlie, dude, couldn't hold the stick. You kidding freaking me, Charlie? Yeah, I don't know. Good luck. Hopefully, there's some good news out of that. Um, although we we've talked about it, with his absence, has opened up the door for Demaria. So. Sure. We'll see. Would be interesting to see what happens if he's cleared and what role he takes this weekend into the NCAA tournament after. Hold on. You know what we're not going to do? This is sad. I should have brought this earlier. We're not going to talk an entire episode of college basketball and not mention Chandler three-point Lawson. I almost... I. Three point. I just bro was this. the first one that he made. How flat was the ball? Yeah. That thing died. Oh, no, it splashed. It splashed. Splashed. 
that thing dipped its toes in the water and then slipped off the dock. That didn't nobody splashed. Dude, what what is going I've on? I've never seen a ball die like that. Well, that's not true. I've seen it happen before, but dude, I don't know. My man is this dude just is just letting that thing fly. Did he shoot a three last year? Am I crazy? Like I honestly don't recall him ever shooting a three. Well, I mean, he missed a large portion of the year last year. Okay, my question stands. I'm just saying, uh, like, I, I don't, can't I don't recall know. him hitting a three. I don't. I don't. Yes, I do not think that he made a three last year, but he also missed a large portion of the year. But yes, he's letting that thing he's fly. Been sap recently. City lately. Sapping. What? That's like three or four games in a row. And even if it's zero for one, I'll take it, or one for two, or something like that. Hey, he's shown he can make them. I don't care. Take one, take yeah. two a game. Get your You're open. in there. Let that thing go. Mm. That's completely off topic. I just remembered that. Um. All right. Any other basketball related? I don't think so. Who's going to be conference player of the year? Should it be Kendrick? who is your seven-time AAC Player of the Week? Or should it be Marcus Sasser, who's your one-time AAC Player of the Week? They hear me out. Out of 16 weekly AAC Player of the Week awards, how many times has the Memphis Tiger won it? Do you know off the top of your head? Out of 16, probably like 10, 11. It is 10. Yeah, I mean, it's been nonstop. The... Here's the problem with these awards is that you're not you're not giving the award to the best player. You're giving the award to the best player on the best team. It's the same in college football. It'll probably be the same in college basketball. I expect Mac- Marcus Sasser to win. Just kind of is what it is. Yeah, he was the preseason player, which is incredible considering Kendrick was two time. That's all, I think that also kind of plays into it. Like he's already won back to back. Are they really going to give it to Kendrick a third time? Probably not. I don't know why that should come into play. I just, I'm just saying, politics. No, I'm with you. I just, I think it's. But yeah, I think Houston being likely the number one overall seed in the NCAA tournament, and Sasser, arguably being the best player on that team, is going to play a large role in that. That's probably fair. I also, and shout out to D Grums in the Discord. Mm-hmm. I think he put this, but I think two, if Kendrick had shot from three what he had shot historically coming in, which was like 37%. It probably is his award, but he is shooting 31.9% from three this year. He's just not shot the ball as well from three. I'm starting to think it's an us thing, you know? Not him, I don't it's know us. what it is. We oil the rims down, except he freaking crushed threes when he played us. I feel like I don't, I don't know what it, I mean, he shot 37, 37. Mm. I mean, his his first two years, freshman and sophomore, he did shoot right on par with what he's shooting now. But the last two years, he shot thirty seven percent from three. Are the attempts up? I'm trying to make an excuse here. I don't know. This is only showing me averages. Um, it's okay. I'm just trying to make an excuse for a man. Look, it should be Kendrick. I think you've already narrowed that down just by looking at who has been the American conference player of the week. Like, I don't know why we need to have any extra conversation. Like you've already said, he's been so great that we have named him player of the week. What was it? Six times, five times, seven Seven. times. 
What the fuck are we talking about? I think he went on. I think he went on a six week straight. Let's see. Hold on. Five straight weeks. He was the player of the week. Yeah, that's impressive. Oh yeah. From December twelfth to January eighteenth, a month straight, a month and a week straight, Kendrick Davis was the player of the week. That's five. One, two, three. Four, it should be Kendrick. I, what are we talking about? This is so stupid. But it's I agree with be you. Marcus I'm just Sasser, saying. Right? I don't think they're going to give it to him for a third time. It's going to be Sasser, number one team in America. He won Conference Player of the Week one time, first week of the year, second week of the year. Sorry. So stupid. Fat Kyrie won it the first week. That'll forever be funny, by the way. He does look like Kyrie. Shout out, he by does. the way, speaking no, of, agree. shout out to our student section the last two weeks of the year, three weeks. Yeah, they're freaking, they finally fixed the seating arrangements. And Which, it makes perfect yeah. sense, and that looks great. I mean, that's exactly, yeah, you got to get the guest tickets out of there. The students are filling it up, standing, racket. I mean, you had, we had the freaking Barstool Storm Chasers here on Sunday. I zoomed in on a picture of you in that crowd. Behind me? Yeah, now I've F with my camera. Now it has no clue where I am. I'm actually over here. Um, it should be Kendrick Player of the Year, but it's going to be Sasser, unfortunate. But Kendrick and DeAndre make first team for sure. Mm, you said for sure. No. Yes, for sure. I, okay. All right. For sure. I've learned to be let down. For sure. I can tell you what makes sense and what what happens. For sure. As sure as these yeah. stashes. First teamers, both of them. Are you kidding me right now? I should have done Fu Manchu. I should have just left the beard all through here. Look real crusty. Mm. Deep down. You could have gone all the way down. I could have. Tied Sick. it. You could have braided it into your hair. Been good. Uh, right, anything else? Nothing. Nothing. Basketball. We did get a little bit of football news. We're about to roll up mm. on spring practice. How do you feel about the addition of the Southern Miss series? I love it. I mean, it, here's the thing: if you're going to start adding teams like uh, Bethune Cookman, UAB, schools like that, like. Why not add someone you hey, have, we have some, history some with sauce with? Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. Add literal sauce. You got some sauce with Battle of the Bones. Yeah, I don't. I mean, obviously, it's not an Arkansas or an Ole Miss or a Florida State like you got coming up, but from a history black and blue bowl, it's better than like Louisiana Monroe or some of the teams we've played recently. I'm so upset with you right now, dude. What? Battle of the Bones. What about it? That's UAB. I know. I was taught. You said UAB. Oh, I get, I get what you're saying. I'm I get what you're saying. Battle I'm getting, of the Bones. There's I'm sauce all over that trophy. I thought you were saying SMU. No, USM they're black and blue bowl. Yes, I'm with you. I'm with you. I said that. I was about to be so upset. Yeah, Battle of the Bones is the dopest trophy in college football. Fight me. Bring it back. I can't wait to see that thing. 
But no, uh, just to go back to it, I, I love it. I think it's a great addition. I think Southern Miss is on the uprise. They've been really good. They got our boy uh, Will Hall, former Memphis Tiger. Frank Gore Jr. Frank Gore Jr. Is he still there? Yeah. I don't think so. There's no way. I mean, he definitely uh, won't he be there when we play him. What's the first game in like? Oh, yeah, because that's like 2027. Yeah. Yeah, it's only way out there. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Will Hall probably won't be there. But anyway, I like it. I think it's a recruiting ground battle. You want to get deep down to Mississippi. Mississippi State's not going to play you anymore. Ole Miss is already scared to play you. Yeah, I said it. So why not get into the SIP? Start recruiting the SIP boys. I mean, I wouldn't say I love it like you said, but I don't mind it. Like I said, it's better than Monroe, South Alabama. Any of those. So why don't you love it? I'm just curious now. I mean, love. I love Florida State going to Tallahassee in two years or whatever, next year, whatever it is, 24. Why does Florida State want to play you? What do they gain from that? I don't know what they gain from it, but they're doing it. That's because we got someone scratching our back. I don't care. I'm just saying that's a game I love. It's fine. I'm I fine mean, with Southern Miss. But to you your dudes. point, you already got guys. You already got UAB and freaking Rice and teams like that. FAU on your schedule. I feel like they're equivalent. So I love a Florida State. I love playing Missouri. I know people are freaking out about going to St. Louis, but as a it's gonna be a fun trip. I'm really looking forward to it. I love those games. Southern Miss, I'm fine with it. Better than some of the other okay. options, but it's not the best. It, it is. Like, I'll, I'll take, take it. it. That's all I'll I'm saying. It. It's not even a Boise State. I, I don't even understand that one. I don't. I don't if you're either. Boise, I don't, why the hell are you playing Memphis? You don't uh, recruit Memphis. Don't is it just you? You want a, a a top team, a top team in another league? Like that's the only thing I can think of. I don't know. I guess. These things got to make sense, and this one makes sense, right? Regionally, yeah, it does. They beat Tulane, something we can't do. Sick burn. Just stop. We've lost a Tulane in everything this year. It's it's acceptable. All right, let's get to this beer. Zip and Pippin. I've enjoyed it. It's as good as the ride. And it was a, this thing a has damn been gone good forever. coaster. Mm. I like the can. I don't know if you guys can see it. That light's bright. I like what Ghost River has done with the label. They've gone simple, but it's simple with like um, just enough to give it a little flair. You know what I'm talking about? It is a good can. Um, I don't think I'm going to put it that high, but like. Respectfully, I think it's a good. I, I like I like the light. I like the blue color with the yellow font. It looks good. Sure, I'm not sure. What is this? A, is this a cypress tree? What kind of tree is this? That is the Ghost, Ghost River tree. That's what I call that. Interesting. I don't know. Looking up what a cypress tree looks like. Mm. Oh, look at here, six point nine percent alcohol. Nice. Yeah, that's up there. Um, I don't know what country it is, but 
It is a good Read brew. The can real quickly. The can. I like the color, but it doesn't have a whole lot of. There's not a lot of art on it, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think it's simple, right? Yeah, simple but classy. And for that reason, I'm going 6.5. 6.5? 5? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think you're you're pretty on par. I like the color scheme of it. I'm with you on that. I do like the art. I touched on it. Um, I'm going to go a little bit higher. Higher? Wow. Yeah, only because like they have rebranded all of their cans, and I think that they've done a good job of doing something clean but simple, but like not getting overdoing this crap with it. Yeah, like yeah. I really like the tree region here. I think that looks nice as an art. I'm not going to go much higher. It's like a six seven for me, but I do like it. Plus, you got the little Tennessee logo right there, little state uh, outline, I should say, not a logo. Wow, I didn't even real. I thought this had always been the can. I didn't realize it used to be like a girl riding zip. I like the old can better, honestly. Really? Yeah, it makes more. She's riding zip and pipping with her hands in the air. Now there's just a tree on it, and I don't know what that tree is. Mm. The tree is the Ghost River logo, man. What do you want? It's called zip what and pipping. I don't know. Uh, it is a good brew, though. I've never had this before, surprisingly. It, it is was, good. Uh, Buckle up as hearty and hoppy IPA won't throw you for a loop, but it's got some twists and turns. So put your hands in the air and come along for the right. See, put your hands in the air. The old can makes so much sense. Um, I mean, it was a good ride. This is a great ride. It's not the best ride I've ever been on. But I'd have put my hands in the air for it. It's no uh, Guardians of the Galaxy at Epcot. But it's it's equivalent to like Seven Dwarves Mine Train. I mean, it's a decent, it's a decent ride. It's fun. You, you know, you're waiting a little bit of a line for it. I'm gonna say it's We're like a, a different language. Like a seven two. Okay. I put it at a flat seven. I normally don't do that, but I think it's good. It's definitely good. I could have two of them. You could have just thrown like a decimal one in there. What? Lie to myself? No, I drink this and I said, this is a seven. Fair enough. You're an honest man. It's a seven. If you're anything, Teej, you're you're an honest man. Except for when you think being on the phone and not talk to people. That's dishonest. I'm undefeated in that. No, it's good. I like it. I could drink multiple of them. Probably wouldn't buy a six pack, but it's good. I like it. Respectable. Seven it is. Can I ask you something real quick? And this is for you listening. If you guys are listening, you want to comment. If you had ordered, let's just hypothetically say you ordered boneless buffalo wings at a establishment and the waiter came up and asked you how your chicken nuggets were. Is that disrespectful? Yes. I mean, yes. The, maybe the most disrespectful thing that I've ever heard in my life. I was ready to fight that guy. I mean, I, I, uh, TJ and I were at Top Golf this past weekend with our buddy, for our buddy John's bachelor party. 
some of the guys we had two bays, ten guys ordered uh, boneless buffalo wings. Which TJ makes a great point. If you're at an establishment that is not known for wings, go boneless wings. It's a safer play. Hundred percent. Get it? I get it. It makes sense to me. But the fact that this guy came back up and asked us how our chicken nuggets were, I mean, those are fighting words. I had to look around to see if one of you guys had ordered chicken nuggets because I was like, I don't know what. I mean, this dude acted like we ordered dino nuggets and we're dipping them in ketchup and I was ready to fight. So if you're listening, if you think that buffalo wings, boneless, or chicken nuggets, can you let us know? Because maybe we're missing something. We're not. No, we're not. Hear me but out. Those were, because those were fighting words and the most disrespectful thing I've ever heard. You've already you've already touched on the main thing. If you're not going to Wing Guru, Chings, freaking uh, Crumpies, I'm trying to think of any any wing place off the top of my head that that specializes in wings. You don't get the wings. You don't get the bone-in wings. You get boneless wings. The you thing, play it look, safe. The other part of this. It's so much we're easier at, we're to at, eat. We're at top golf. You got you to gotta keep the digits clean. You're gripping golf clubs. Boneless allows you to use a utensil, eat the buffalo. You enjoy the meal, but your hands are clean and you can swing a club. For this man to walk up and ask us how our chicken nuggets were, I may never visit a top golf again. And I love golf. Uh, They're opening one up off of uh, Winchester. I may not go. This gentleman ruined top golf for me. I'm just telling you. That's a lie. I have no reason to go there ever again. They don't even have chicken nuggets. They don't even have chicken nuggets on the menu. Why would he say that? (sighs) All right, Teej. Tigers are going 3-0 and this week. We're winning the American Conference Tournament. If you don't agree with that, those are also fighting words. So TJ and I are probably fighting because he says we're losing to Tulane for a third time. If you haven't signed up, join as an insider on bluffcitymedia.co. Use promo code TJ and Trey, all caps. Join the Discord. It's incredible for game time uh, discussion. Incredible. You get insider content, merch, all sorts of cool stuff. Sign up. You'll get 10% off your uh, subscription. So join us over there. Hit up Bluff City. Check out uh, the other podcasts we got, the Will Coleman Show, all the Grizzly Blues Bear guys uh, on the Bluff. Got a lot of good stuff for you guys, so check it out. And honestly, you know what we should do? What? We should put together a six-pack of our favorites – Based off these scores. And, and give it away? We'll do it. Give it away to a random insider, as long as they're of age. You know, how we're not we, trying to get the how FBI knocked on How door. do we choose a winner? Well, we have the score. Oh, wait. I get what you're saying now. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I don't know. They better vote that a boneless wing isn't a chicken nugget. I know that. We'll have to run this come by Kenny. He may cut this out. I don't know. But if you guys use code TJ and Trey... You'll be eligible for a a six pack variety pack from TJ and Trey. We'll hand deliver it to you. How about that? All right. Same.
We're out of here. 3-0 this week, TJ. We're winning it. Cutting those nets down. Come to Cold Beer's favorite hot takes. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode of Tigers Untapped, please leave a like and a comment wherever you download your podcasts. Head over to BluffCityNIL.com for comprehensive coverage of Memphis Tiger Athletics. We will see you back here next week.